Yeah, it's a bloody podcast. Phil, would you say that we live in an age where it is extremely convenient to talk to people? No matter where they are in the world, would you say we are in that era? Almost. Almost in that era. Alright, so, you know, you agree that you can talk to anyone across the world with very, very, very... Uh, little distress or whatever. It's very easy to do, right? Well, it's a. Uh, I guess distress is an odd situation to to put yourself in. I meant as far as well. Yeah, time. Time is an issue. No, we are not living in a world where I can blink and instantly communicate with somebody but if without you need to get without having someone, you can you know, just satellite send them a text. relays and you know uh, technically a lot of stuff has to go on for well no you can you can just send a text if you need to talk to someone you can I, write on your favorite Paris Hilton fan page board if you want to you know talk about how great she is right it's, it's very easy to yeah do. but that's no easy. guarantee that that person's going to see it right i mean well no but it's easy to send the message right I suppose if given enough items, one could say that, yes, it's easy, if circumstances... In, well, not you're for very everyone. privileged to have a computer, right. you to be connected to the, the world, so it's very not, easy not for you. Not all the time. Yeah, it's most very the, easy for you most of the to time. talk to people. No, it's very easy. Sometimes. So why on earth didn't I get a birthday message from you? I take this very personally. Uh, my birthday was August 8th. Yeah, bravo. You spoke to me on August 7th. You said, oh, I'll speak to you later, birthday boy, you know, preempting right. well wishes and, and yeah. greatness. There you go. What, what do you mean? No, you, you can't wish somebody a happy birthday when it's not their birthday. And you didn't even wish me a happy birthday. Sorry, what age did you turn in to a 12-year-old girl on the 8th? Because that's the only demographic that I expect to complain about something like this. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that I thought you cared enough about me to remember my birthday and then just give me a friendly greeting. Well, I'm sorry that's turned into too much of a stress for you. Never said it was a stress. Never. Mm. Sorry. It never, uh, never occurred to me you would take it so personally until just now. I promise this mistake will never happen again. Sorry we haven't been around for a while, people. But I have a question for you, though. We did regarding for birthdays, it. Hmm. Yeah. which you missed. Hmm. Does your birthday end at midnight, or when the entire world is moved on to a new day? Midnight for your time zone. But why? Because you are existing in your time zone. Your yeah, birthday. but you could still have the possibility of going to a time sure, zone. Sure, but then your time zone shifts. You have like a radius. Five hexes or yeah, whatever. Yeah, but it'd, it'd still be August 8th somewhere in the world. Yes, but unless you're there, it wouldn't count. But I'm on planet Earth. But which... you're fucked. Wouldn't count. All right. I think it does count. Well, I solved your little mystery. Well, Call me Scooby-Doo and let's move on. I hate you. I wrote on my notes here that I hope I hope I don't hope I don't die with my notes out. It either says my notes out or my nuts out. Either which 
both scenarios, I would dis- I would just be displeased if they happened. If I died with these horrible, horrible notes out, somebody would look at this note and be like, what the shit? It's for the podcast, FYI. Or if my nuts were out, equally, equally what the fuck. So, let's do this so I can put the notes away. This podcast is all over the place. I would like my an nuts. apology. I would like an apology quickly about you messing I'm my I'm sorry back. about my nuts. About my missing notes. my birthday. See, he can't even be the bigger man here. He can't even do it. He can't swallow a bit of pride. I already apologized earlier and said I will not let it happen again. You well, have you a recording s- of this. No, you say it in such a tone which makes such me believe that you're going to end our friendship. You know what? I will not have any tone like, that will please you. I'd say it again and you'd be like, oh, there's that tone again. Or you said you're so smugly. That's what you would do. Because I know. So there's a lot more you can expect from the podcast besides us acting like a married couple. Uh, We are back for a good six shows. Uh, The remainder, including this one. Yes, including this one, six uh, each, which will have a brand new feature for you to judge, and then eventually in the new year when we have season four. You can let us know which one you like the most. We will also have your standards. They're coming up. I, b- I believe. I don't know. Owen has something up his sleeve. I'm confused. In fact, I want to bump it up on the list. But he's not going to let me get by the fact that the next thing on the agenda, unless I'm missing something... Should we is... tell them what new features are coming? Uh, well, yeah, if you want to read them off, I figured it would come up after... Wait, so are we doing one of these today? Uh, yes, I have one for them. Are you going to tell me? Uh, yes, but I'd like it to occur organically, because it involves our silent partner. Okay, well, uh, so, we have six new features that we're going to be testing out. And they are Phil's News Game. Uh, don't know what that entails. Editing Challenge. One that just says drunk. <laughs> that's that's a gimme for us. That is the drunk segment where we won't do the podcast drunk. But at some point in combined tipsiness, we might record a segment. Maybe a how-to or a, um, a little story. Maybe forgotten role plays. Something like that. And it'll be a little segment. And then you can be like, yay or nay. You can see that going horribly wrong. Small talk. Lingo. And question game. (laughs) What was was that after lingo? You deflated. (sighs) Well, we were supposed to be recording this over two weeks ago. And I forgot what all these meaning and all these uh, features are. Oh, I see. So due to your poor memory, you're upset. Due to your poor time skills... Um, okay, so, what a bitch. We are going to, oh, great. It's my birthday. Here, well then you'll like my confession. Lord that over me. Um, do you recall, what wonderful things did, uh, well first, everybody remembers the epic and somewhat confusing battle for first place for all the wonderful prizes, yes? Yes. Good. Thomas 
came out on oh, top yes. after all that and won tons of fabulous prizes. Have you not given him his stuff yet? Well, one thing didn't didn't quite make it. The old twenty bucks cashola in the mail, and he's only like a state or two away from me. But I needed it for pizza. I needed cash instantly, and I never ever sent it from that point on. So Thomas, I need you to email again just before I feel comfortable putting cash in the mail. Sorry, sorry about that. That just goes to show what (laughs) Phil is about. All about him. Oh, it's her birthday. I don't give a shit. Oh, somebody won a contest that I run. Oh, this money's for him. (laughs) Not anymore. (laughs) Fucking Phil in a nutshell. I did. I did relegate it. Like, what's the priority here? Me getting some pizza, or Thomas getting his? Or you upholding your word? You are not a man. I'm going. I'm going to uphold it. I'm going to uphold it. I still have the card. What's the point of showing up to a battle when it's over? It's pointless. It's done. Kaput. I have have to shut my window. Oh, go on then. I didn't say I was proud or I did it to be funny. It was just cash on hand. So, again, I apologize. Email in, contact at Wave of Absurdity. Still have your address. Just want to hear from you. Make sure before I put cash in the mail again. Not comfortable. What do you mean, again? With that. Well, technically, it was in an envelope that I had to <laughs> open. not in the mail. It was in mail form. Once it's in an envelope, it has transcended a regular card and has turned into mail. No, it hasn't until it's in the post box it's not mail all right well then it was a package it's not even a package it's not nothing it was it was a card in an envelope ready to be thomas a card but you don't get me one for my birthday i didn't get him one for his birthday i got him one as a vessel to send his prize in (sighs) (laughs) all right so let's just move along here to one of our first you can move along but my feelings are still hurt first in some of the new segments this is the viewer assignment or the listener assignment now before we get to the actual assignment I need to ask Owen are you familiar with the concept of a tulpa no I'm not even sure if I'm pronouncing that correct tulpa tulpa it is Essentially, a being that is manifested just because you thought about it so much. You gave it your thought essence or your thought energy, like uh, an imaginary friend, like uh, Candyman. Just something where. Mm, I wonder the... if I imagine a nice fill if he will actually appear. What? Wait, what? Or will I be stuck with you? Well, see, that's the thing. You have a very undisciplined mind. There's lots of people that believe, and there's guides out there to summoning your own your own tulpa. And uh, you know, a lot of people believe that their imaginary friends may have had manifestations. They didn't have poltergeist. They manifested their own tulpa. So, with all that in mind, I would like for you, the listener, this is your listener assignment, Email us in. It can be anonymous. It doesn't matter. Let us know, did you have an imaginary friend when you were a child? Do you have an imaginary friend now? Do you believe in the concept of a tulpa? 
is Owen crazy for acting like somebody exists and will his brain power be strong enough to manifest? What are you worried about? To manifest. Why are you in denial? A certain being, the person he calls the third partner in the wave of absurdity. So I don't know why you're in denial. Do imaginary people have a chance? Email us contact at wave of absurdity. What is this? Dot com. Well, that's a comfortable pause. Fill in the blank. The blank. Uh, All right, well, it's that oh so popular feature. (laughs) Stop sounding deflated. Well, you deflated me on my birthday. Your birthday was a couple days ago. And the heart still grows. You cut me deep. So fill in the blank. Oh, is that lovely feature where I half read a quote and Phil finishes it off in a hilarious and amusing way. <laughs> oh, Ray, we'll uh, start in 17 minutes. One of the most beautiful qualities of true friendship is... Uh, the ability to adopt any lifestyle that you want without bitching to other people. That's got to be close. One of the most beautiful qualities of true friendship is to understand and to be understood. That's what customer service is for. I think we've got a long way to go. There are two great days in a person's life. Uh, The day you earn your first paycheck... And I don't know. And the day you figure out what it's all about. Ah, we're coming in strong. Uh, close. There are two great days in a person's life: the day we are born and the day we discover why. Mm-hmm. All right. Not too shabby. And the last one: the fear of death follows from the fear of. Imagination. <laughs> Sorry, I figured if I deliver that in a special way, it would sound more prophetic. The fear of life, the fear of death follows oh. from the fear of life. A man who lives fully is prepared to die at any time. That's bullshit. A man that lives fully has sampled all the fruits of life and wants more fruit. Am I right, samplers? Do you do that if they if you're like in a supermarket and uh, they're giving away free free samples? Do you go up and get them? Uh, well, it depends on what it is. I mean, sometimes no. Yes, to answer your question, I have accepted food in that manner. Mm, scabby, I don't trust them. What do you think they're out to do? Well, they don't work for the supermarkets, do they? So anybody could just come in, lay out, I don't know, a lovely marshmallow. Little do they know they've been fondling them on the genitals around the back. I'm comfortable that at least the stores I go to, I mean, that's... What am I going to worry about that at the fresh produce stand This as is well? why you should be worrying. Yeah. Yeah. 
You wash your fruits and your veggies. You should. You don't, do you? Why should I? What have they ever done for me? I don't know. It's all about germy germs. Don't you have a question for me? Ah, don't want to dwell too much on this, but uh, when was the last time you saw without your eyebrows? Wait, what? You know, because I was, um, I remember (laughs) surprised at something. And then I got surprised that I saw without my eyebrows. You saw without your eyebrows. You mean your eyebrows not being in your field of vision? Exactly. I got surprised, so my eyebrows, you know, ascended to the heavens. <laughs> what? <laughs> then I realized... <gasps> I'm seeing without my eyebrows right now. Was that like your third eye being revealed? All will be revealed. And what? it makes you wonder... When was the last time you saw without your eyebrows? I mean, you're you're a cold, dead man on the inside, so I don't imagine <laughs> you ever being surprised or happy or joyful. So I, I would imagine that you you always see with your eyebrows. Uh, not right now. I'm seeing without my eyebrows now. I feel like, in some way, having my eyebrows up is affecting my speech. <laughs> is it? <laughs> Do I sound more intrigued? <laughs> It's hard to maintain that. There you go. That's uh, something to dwell on for Phil and the listeners. Ah, don't don't attempt to do it for that long because <laughs> if you're normal, you probably haven't exercised that area of your face too much. You know, it's just up and down. But oh, holding if it. If you're happy, you do it all the time, and you should be able to hold it up no problem. So your your eyebrows go up. A surprise, I understand, but. <laughs> Laughing, smiling, my eyebrows don't really go up. You've never been amusingly shocked? I guess a combination. (laughs) What amusingly shocked? (laughs) You've never been slightly temperate warm in a regional area, then shocked in a slightly humorous way during a drama? Let's do some Wood Owen Rathers. It's an interesting question. I have already uploaded on Owen's fan page a passworded file that contains the text file that I am about to read from. So if you want to follow along at home, now's your chance. The password is science, all lowercase. Now, Owen, are you ready for the deep questions that would Owen rather questions always uh, just the mood that it always brings. Uh, are you prepared to launch your brain into the cosmos? I'm prepared to see my eyebrows. Would you rather, Owen, start farting uncontrollably for 60 seconds <laughs> every time someone says your name for the first time that day, or have your penis where your belly button is, and then, of course, vice versa? So I fart, and somebody says my name. For the first time that day, somebody can't Can I can't say stand my name? There. I can wake up and be like, oh, Owen. Uh, I mean, yes. a little bit less sexual, but and then I just trump away? Uh, yes, one per person. One per person, per day. So it's every new person. Oh, that's annoying. Yeah, so if you went into an auditorium, and they were like, hello, Owen. 
You'd fart yourself silly. Or belly button penis. Right. Interesting. Yes. You could uh, masturbate in public. No. Easier. I don't. Well, I. <laughs> oh, I'm just scratching my belly. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Has its pluses. Um. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. I don't really see any other pluses apart from from that. So I've, I've got to go for uh, the farting. The farting. Absolutely. All right. Now again, not only do I have to think of what Owen might say, I have to also gamble on if he'd actually go that route with his answer. Because he knows I'm trying to guess. He might throw me for a loop. I have written, he will go with the second option because no one would notice his Audi being where his Wang is and vice versa. Ha ha, seriously though, if that is possible in this scenario, he will initially choose the second one because it is logically better. But since the first would you rather question is always kind of uh, kind of the weird one, he will be picking the farting one for some arbitrary reason. Close enough. My answer, final answer, it was farts. I am right. Let us move on. The would you seeking podcast? Would you, Owen? It gets better. Would you rather have the ability to fly for twenty-four hours at a time? That seems ridiculous. Because that's the whole day. Let's make that eight. Ability to fly for eight hours at a time, but it's only activated when you punch yourself in the in the penis until it bruises. Okay, so you can fly, but you have to really rough yourself up. What is this? Or, you have the ability to turn invisible for twelve hours at a time, but it's only activated by bringing a male cat or dog to orgasm with your hand. Easy. I kind of assumed as much. Oh, well, the flying incredibly useful. Does that mean I can only fly for eight hours, and I can't stop? No, it's Superman style. You can land and take off again. Okay, and I all I have to do is what? Punch your cock black and blue. Mm. Mm. Well, I'm sure the fresh air would do it good if I'm flying in the air, right? That's you know, air it out, fix itself quite easily. Mm. Um, I could make a, a good living, right, off of that. Yeah, Being a cock tours. puncher? Uh, no, well, no, give tours, you know, <laughs> hoist people on my back. And like, hey, we're off. <laughs> With your damaged cock? <laughs> well, they could be punching it for me. No, you have to punch it. <laughs> well, what's the difference? You have to punch it to activate it. The difference is that's what it says. All right. So yeah, that that could be fun. You know, free free holidays and all that jazz. I guess. Probably get shot down if I go over classified airspace or whatever. But that you know, occupational are, hazard. Are there any pros for the other one, or are you going with flying? Well, again, here we go back to you know invisibility. That could be good, you know. Can go twelve hours. Twelve. Well, yeah. Steel. Uh, do I have to be naked for it to fully? You know. Uh, only if you don't want to get dog ejaculate on you. <laughs> but I have to monk off a dog. Uh, or a cat. 
I don't know what it takes to... Yeah, you know what it takes. Monk a, a cat or a dog off to orgasm, and it just seems like it'd be a bit of a waste. Three and a half minutes. How do you know? <laughs> Time! <laughs> so, uh... Yeah, I would go for bruised penis flying. <sighs> I think Owen will make a reference to Mr. Hands and the dangers of sexy animal relationships. We all know Owen couldn't be satisfied with a mere cat or dog. Oh, I spelled it mere. Like mere. Anyway, uh, he will realize he's talking about zoophilia too much. Probably laugh at the word zoophilia and then pick the one where he bruises his Johnson because it already sees tons of personal abuse. Why not get the ability to fly as well? <laughs> Answer, fly. I already beat my meat in the urine. That's, that's the pun I was getting. All right. Finally. Never to bruising now. I'm two for two. I've been kicked in the box and saw stars once. Let's not forget that. I'm two for two. Going for the first win ever. <laughs> now this oh, one. Man. This one. The return to the simple. Would you rather trust someone else to cut off your dominant index finger? Or you yourself have to cut off your own non-dominant hand at the wrist? Hmm. Well, bit of a masochist, so it's a win-win for me in any in any case. You just got to think about afterwards. You know, when you get like a, a paper cut on the tip of your finger, you keep knocking it, and you're like, ah, ah. <laughs> ouchies. <laughs> so you know that that's that would be a pain if you lost a a finger. I'm sure you'd be knocking into things. If you lo- took off your whole hand, you wouldn't really have to worry about that because less things to hit. Uh, you could also such logic uh, get like a, a nifty hand tool, right? Eh. Hand so tool. I could, I could be the man of you know a thousand tools. I could just have my own hand pocket knife. Inspector, masturbator, which would be good for camping. Then I could you know be a a camper. When do you go camping? Well. I would. I would, I, I would <laughs> if I had my hand chopped off. All right. Well, sounds like a plan. So I. Hmm. But then again, if I choose the other one, I don't have to cut. And that's the whole thing of it, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> you know what? If you must so. can do it, so can I. I'll go for the myself cut. So you would cut off your dominant index finger. I thought it was hand. No, trust someone else. Hand. Trust someone else to cut off your dominant index finger. Mm-hmm. Or you yourself cut off your own dominant hand at the wrist. Well, that's what I said. Oh, all right. Well, then I wrote. Mind games notwithstanding, in the end, I think he is going to go with the least amount of body he lost. And not flip his answers around like some adult sperm jockey. Answer, finger, you son of a... And the game continues. Uh, I hate this. I thought I had it. Who picks their own... Uh, anyway. Less things to hit on, and I told you, you can turn your arm into a Swiss Army knife. Great. Who you can do that, that though? Who can do that? I live in a harbour town. I go to the blacksmith. Oh, uh, shopkeep, uh, shopkeep. What can you do with this? Give me a claw. Yard. 
I, do they even have steel where you live? <laughs> no, we're all out of steel. Oh, ow. All right. Well, I have to say that that got the old antagonism up a level. Why not? Why not? Just take it up another level with Owen versus Phil. No. All right. This requires you, the listener, to email in if you have the time. Owen, what is that email address? As I Contact. secretly clear my... I got my... billed for that the other day. Are you going to be paying half of that? Uh, yes, with our advertising money. <laughs> you just take all of it and put it towards it. <laughs> so basically nothing. How, how much... Why, why do we... don't advertise on this. Why do we even need it? I don't know why. You're the one that wanted it at Wave of Absurdity. You're the one. I never said go and buy a a domain or anything. Look, the fact of the matter is there's so many different ways to contact us. But for now... So wait, should I not give them this? Will it be invalid by the time... Well, they've already taken the money. Well, why do you have it set up that way? Because I forgot. Oh, God. And this is going to be a long-term thing, right? So if you just... uh, front me the ten dollars that'd be good contact at wave of com. the twenty dollar email i'm just waiting for you to be like uh you know i'll take ten dollars or if you want to put it in a gift way uh if you want to get the funniest television bloopers 2014 i would also accept that as a form of payment as i slowly turn in i would accept a birthday message but you shit on that all right, so you're in a hypothetical situation, listener. You are on the cusp of winning a million dollars. In order for that to happen, you must entrust a briefcase filled with your deepest, darkest secrets in print form with all the evidence needed to pretty much embarrass and destroy you. You know what we're talking about. You know those secrets. So imagine a briefcase full of that and there's people trying to catch it. They're trying to take it from you and you have to you have to fend them off for a month. Who do you entrust to keep your briefcase a secret? Alright, so obviously if you're just starting to listen to the podcast you're going to have to go back, listen, find out what type of a man I am and what type of a a, a person Owen could, could be right let's just say and then there was a would you rather question uh, about revealing my secrets uh, would I rather reveal my secrets or fuck a goat right I chose to fuck a goat because I know the sanctity of keeping secrets no so you, no. you, shouldn't you just want to experiment with animals it you wasn't like oh no, i'm no, taking one for the team not. absolutely not you should trust someone who gives bags of glass to strangers <laughs> all right you don't you can't trust a man that devious <sighs> so i'm just putting that out there look you should trust me i'm not even going to argue my case if you've listened in you know you know how i am the only no, reason I, I have to argue my case is because you slandered me so much. Yeah, do you want that neurological defect, that that escapee? Do you want him handling your secrets, or do you want somebody that... Uh, <laughs> what is this? 
<laughs> or do you want somebody that that will move around, that will treat your secrets as his own? He doesn't treat anything. And any and sanctity. I wouldn't look in them. I wouldn't look in the well, briefcase. Neither would like, I. We all know you would. That's the first <laughs> thing you would do. Look, Absolutely you can't even mount a defense. You'd be like, oh, what's in here? And you pop it open, get sprayed with the, the pepper spray with the ultraviolet dye, and look at all the delicious secrets. See, he's projecting. Oh, I'm going to project, all right. So, he's, email He's never admitted he'd fuck a goat to keep his secrets. Contact oh, no. at wave of absurdity at hotmail.com. <laughs> Don't put an hotmail at the end of it. Not at hotmail. It's only at wave of absurdity. <laughs> what are you doing? It's contact. Contact at wave of absurdity.com. That's what I said the very first time. But then you said hotmail. I know. I was redacting. Stop doing that. Stop yelling at me. Well. Next up, we're going to look at some emails. Well, you didn't even... <laughs> didn't even what? No, no. What? What didn't I do? <coughs> Ooh, who's got the cops? <coughs> what didn't I do? <coughs> what the fuck, man? You can't just spontaneously cough. Okay. Yeah, no, what did I do wrong? Nothing. You Nothing. started, you said, I, I, you can't... Sounded like a punk motherfucker. I gave up the fight. This isn't Halo 3. Uh, yeah, you gave up the fight. You weren't putting up a fight. Let's look at some emails. Owen, I know you said earlier that you didn't care about emails and you weren't going to have them up at all. So uh, I said I wasn't going to look at them because that requires too much effort. Well, I, unlike some people, put effort into the show. This is... All right, Mr. Editor. From uh, Sherry. Hopefully I'm pronouncing that correct. He doesn't oh, it. Lacey. She signed it. Uh, hey guys, missing the podcast terribly, but I hope your break is going good. <laughs> I came across an interesting news story that you may like. It involves two senior citizens and a death by a sandwich. It wasn't as exciting as my imagination made it out to be before I read it, though. And then, unfortunately, I have to go back to the inbox because she had to use two emails because she forgot the link. That's all right. We still love you. And it does indeed say, Authorities, Maggie Nursing Home resident murdered with sandwich. The Attorney General says a nursing home resident in McGee has been arrested for second-degree murder involving the death of his roommate. Blah, blah, blah. A resident of Hillcrest Nursing Center in McGee was arrested... Blah, blah, blah. Let's see. Where is it? Uh, pushing... Ah, he is accused of pushing a cellophane bag containing a sandwich down the throat of his 83-year-old roommate, causing his death. What the hell, Lacey? What is this grim shit you're sending us? Answer me. I think he didn't wish him a happy birthday. <laughs> Uh, I know what she was probably expecting when she saw the headline that somebody was just like Eat this fucking sandwich Something like that. And not just I wonder if the sandwich was still in it. Is uh, it didn't you didn't you choke today? <laughs> yes, but it wasn't because of food lodged in my throat. <laughs> How much of a pussy do you have to be that you're choking on your own fluids? <laughs> For no reason. Oh, 
All right. Well, Lacey, despite the horrible nature of that news article, yeah, we are happy. We are happy that you sent in a news article. Um, Monique also nailed in a couple other people. However, further emails will be saved for a little later on in the show. I believe Owen has something he wants to say about me. Uh, no. I mean, there's something listed on here that says nice things about Phil. I have something listed there as well. However, before that, I have a note listing that I should put the food for mouth Phil on. That wasn't long at all, was it? That's what your wife says. hey So, I'm sure you've made the silence turn into wonderful things about me, yes? Yeah. Good, good. I can't wait to listen later on in the week to find out what happened in that little period of time. Oh, and what's the, uh, I don't want to put you on the spot, what's the nicest thing that you would ever say about me? Well, it's, uh, it's not your timekeeping, your, your scheduling, uh, your upper body strength, right. your uh, ability <laughs> to swallow properly. <laughs> um, I mean, it's certainly not your bicycle skills. I would have to say... Your ability to hold puppets whilst looking at another screen is impeccable. Uh, I think in the end you weren't really saying anything nice about me at all there. (laughs) What? Look, it's obvious that I'm going to have to say something nice about myself. I feel that um, before we left last time... I may have painted myself as some sort of perjury-committing fool. Opener of secrets, uh uh-huh. I don't want it to seem that way. So I figured I'd I'd share a quick little story that, uh, well, kind of in the same time frame, same scenario, that paints me in a a better light. Um, There's a, a kid, underage, 15, stole some stuff from the store. The store, sorry. Idiot. We uh, got him up in the office. It's like, all right, underage, have to call your parents. Sorry, you a security guard in this scenario? Yes, yes. I am not the. uh, I'm sorry. Yes, I'm not the fifteen-year-old. Set up a story. I'm sorry. Anyway, it was my attempt to move the story along quickly. So his father comes to pick him up. Now, previously to that. We uh, were going through his backpack because we were allowed, and all sorts of stuff from all over where I worked. There was just different big stores, big mall. He had loads of different stuff. His dad comes. His dad essentially is like, "How much is the fine going to be? How much? What? What do we do? You know, all straight to business." And my boss is like. You know, the fine's probably going to be like $250. Dude takes out this big wad of cash, starts counting out $250. My boss does not miss a beat, and she says, each. And boom. 
He gives her 500 bucks. Smacks his kid on the side of the head really fucking hard, like, ooh, maybe we should call somebody, but at least don't beat him to death in our store. Um, left without his backpack. So, I got $250 cash. I got some sweet stolen items from another store that we couldn't figure out where they were from, so we just kind of took it. Me and my boss split the goods. And then following the kid out, little punk-ass motherfucker, his dad hit him again in the parking lot, like almost knocking him over. It was terrible, actually. In retrospect, I should feel bad. In retrospect, I should probably not continue with the story anymore. I'm sorry. Owen... I really wish you'd say something nice about me. All your complaints about birthdays. Uh, I'm what? sorry. What, what, <laughs> what exactly was nice about that that story? That I got stuff and my boss got stuff. It was win-win. We did our job, sort so, of. You lied to a man. You you stole money. We didn't lie to him. And the fine would have been $250. You couldn't give us cash then. You have to go through the process. But then it was understood... But you didn't stop at any point going, no, no, that's not the right thing to do. Well, I was just following him. You you took the money, you took the kids' stolen items, and then you witnessed child abuse and didn't report it. Well, it's not abuse. His dad just had to shell out 500 bucks to keep the kid from... Oh, he uh, hit him so hard he almost fell over is not Well, the parking lot's very uneven. The kid was also (laughs) in dodge mode. Uh, Hmm. Yeah, so again. Well, I'm glad you cleared that up. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a nice story. I got a watch. I got some Trakar, which is a nice. Oh yeah, no, I'm glad. Cologne. Um, it's a nice leather binder. A couple CDs or the stickers that pretty much allowed me to get yeah, free yeah, yeah. CDs. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no I'm drugs or cash though, here. so that was. Oh, that's a bummer, isn't it? Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that all, all worked out for you. See, I would keep your briefcase safe. For you. Let us know if you have anything nice to say about me, or Owen, or yourself. Just give us an email, because it's time for something completely unrelated to emails. It's Master Debater. We have sat long and hard thinking about long and hard things to to just debate the shit out of. And we have come up with some good ones, and we're starting out with a hardball. Owen? Well, there's there's just so many uh, good ones to pick from. Like my colleague has said, um, HD DVD of Ashes VHS brings to mind. Classic. Can't wait to do that one. It's classic. Um... The good old days versus <laughs> the future. That's, hey, that's, I'm looking for either side of that. That's that would be something, but the one everybody has been clamoring for is public toilets versus the homebrew. Hmm. Could you flesh that out a little for me? Public toilet, a home toilet. Simple. Well, yes. Do you? Do you go to the public toilet? Let's let's quickly just give a generic example. You're at a concert, a sports event, or something. Um, unless, oh, and you want to chime in with a smaller venue. 
You're out at an event. My birthday. You're at an event. Because no. Phil didn't show. Do you spend the time to to stand Push in line, public urinal? Or do you hold it in? Possibly dangerous. You know, these are the things we need to debate. Yes. All right. Well, let's quickly find out who's what, where, and when. All right. I'm on random.org. Fill your odd. I'm even. We're going to generate a number. Uh, whoever wins gets to pick what side they're for. Mm. And we do it again to pick who uh, the order. Yeah, that's words. Yes. Uh, 92. Okay. Well. I think I will go for the home toilet. The home urination. All right. The, the throne, as it's right. known. And right. I will not. And we will generate again. 79. All right. Do you have a timer at the ready? Uh, yes. Because I start in three, yep. two, one. Let me know when you're ready. Yeah. Well, I've already started. All right. Well, in. then I am, of course, arguing for healthy, healthy bowels, healthy urinary tracts, people. I believe Owen has chosen poorly as the main thrust of my argument will be, that's right, the tip of my tongue will carry the sword of health and clean living behind it. If you have the urge to urinate, you must take care of it. It's all right to hold it for a little bit, but what if you get stuck in traffic? You don't want to damage your urinary walls or have that all sloshing around in there full of bacteria. Sure, there's going to be comforts of home. Sure, you might have a hard time waiting in line at the the bathroom. You might miss stuff, but... It's all small peas in comparison when 20 years down the line your doctor's like, do you hold your piss in a lot? I can tell. Your urinary walls are breaking down. That sounds terrible. It's like at any moment they'll break down inside and you'll get piss everywhere on your skeleton. It's a possibility. I don't know the medical term, but piss skeleton is definitely something you should fear and not hold your piss in for long periods of time. I'm sure my colleague will try to explain that piss skeleton isn't real, but in fact will not be able to provide any evidence to the contrary. Don't have your urinary walls burst. Don't get piss on your skeleton. Time. You're, <laughs> You're a what? <laughs> urinary. All right. Well, what a piss poor. Oh, my goodness. Oh, bad, he's done it. Take the time now. Okay, well, I don't even know where to start with this loony. <clears throat> Let's face it. When you go into a public bathroom, what what are you facing? You're standing there. You're looking. What do you see? First thing you're going to notice, and here, uh, is the big pile of piss you're walking through to get to the toilets. Absolutely disgusting. Not only... Do you have to contend with the, the disgustingness of public toilets? But you also have to deal with the weirdos that are in there. We all know the weirdos, the the people that look and sound like Phil. You know the ones that are going to be there. I go, oh, right, mate. Oh, you come here often. Give us you a touch. 
you don't want to be dealing with that where the sanctity of your your own home your, your, the, with the four walls you got the door shut you know nothing like that's ever going to happen <clears throat> uh, what's the matter choking on your fluids <laughs> sorry go ahead proceed my colleague if you do need to wee where are you going to wee when you're outside right are you going to go in to that pissy awkward place or do you just go for the more convenient and piss somewhere else behind a dumpster a lot more sanitary than some of the toilets that I've been in so I don't see how Phil can possibly actually argue time in case you didn't know oh okay I didn't <laughs> you just I'm like what did that did he stop did it disconnect what happened Alright. Let's hear your horrible rebuttal. Starting now. Well, it seems that my opponent is confused and made an argument for pissing behind dumpsters because he didn't, as uh, as far as I could tell, show any promise, any benefits to urinating at home when you really have to go outside. So, uh, he's also <laughs> he's also demonstrated, if you noticed, that uh, he's only aware of bathrooms that are chock full of weirdos. That's right. He's only aware of the bathrooms that he visits for illicit sexual purposes. <laughs> what is this? What are you so, doing? I don't understand how he can make any argument when he has not made his way into a bathroom for a urinary experience in the past 12 years of his life. You're going to listen to that man or you're going to listen to the man that's promising you not to get urinary tract infections. You don't want to hold it in. And I understand that you might not want to go into a disgusting place, but you don't have to go into the little, little shit-fest sin holes, the fucking who knows where they're whizzing around where Owen goes. I'm not saying go in there. I'm just saying don't hold it in until you get home. My opponent would argue against this if he knew how. But alas, isn't so. So remember, all those things. So far today you have heard nothing. Nothing to indicate urinating at home. Again, I don't... Ah, (laughs) Timing? Time. You, you're just the one-trick pony. Oh, oh, oh. That's you. <laughs> what trick is that? <laughs> well, you're a fish out of water, my friend. That's you just slapping against the pavement. Apparently my trick is having a seizure. Ah, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> uh, one can hope. So, oh, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, this, this is just ridiculous. Let's, let's bring the pluses of, you know, peeing at, and pooping at home as opposed to going out. out. In the great outdoors. Uh, safety. Safety is your number one concern. You never know when you're going to drop your knickers down by your ankles if there isn't going to be a, a pervert peed peeping under the stall looking at you ready to you know, glance at any bits that are dangling. Disgusting. At least in the sanctity of your own home. You don't have sure. to worry about that. I'm sure that happens uh, to you a lot. There's, there's, no, there's no stress when you go to urinate. You might be really busting to go. Yeah, you run through the piss poor... You know, cleanliness of a public toilet. You go up to the urinal, there's a big Joe standing right next to you, he's got a monster <laughs> willy, and <laughs> you, you flop yours out, and nothing comes out. So, not only are you now embarrassed, but that pee has gone somewhere else, probably to cry about later. 
it's very awkward if you if you are at home you feel at more ease let the poo flow uh accidents accidents are a lot safer at home oh what's this you've accidentally weed time taking my minute summary now accidents accidents how often all right once again i feel that my opponent has just buried himself in the weirdest way possible Again, not not mentioning anything other than his performance anxieties and his sexual provocations. I feel that I should just remind you. One, health factor. Don't leave the urine sitting in your piss bowl too long. That's your only argument. Fuck off. Second. It's a very. What do you mean? It's my only argument. Fuck off. Don't tell me how to debate. Why don't you debate my points, asshole? But you didn't have any points. Oh, yes, I did. Yeah, all right, sure. You're not... No, no, I did. Because normal people, people in everyday experiences, don't have pervert peats looking up under the toilet. Sure, it happens here and there, but not enough to warrant not using the bathroom when you have to go. Absolutely go in, does. practice general safe procedures, urinate away. Time. That's all right. I got in the good parts. I'll take it. <laughs> there was no good parts. My minute now. Oh, uh, now. <gasps> There, there was no good parts. I, I don't know where he's getting any of this. He's just a, again, uh, uh, uh. he's not doing anything. He's just repeating himself, he's making a, that noise. He's a CD stuck on skip. You know, it's, it's ridiculous. It, my points: avoid the awkwardness of the weird people. All right, we somewhere where it's not a public toilet. You know, where <laughs> it's a lot safer to do a park, for instance. Uh, the cleanliness issue. There's always shit on the toilet seat. Why are people doing that? I don't know. Um, you can avoid the awkward conversations. You don't have to worry about Big Joe staring you down. All right. This is what the home offers you. The safety. All right. Time. You can feel at ease. Everything just comes out like it should. Accidents. Like I said, you weigh on yourself. Time, you you fart and you've sharted. Uh... It's a lot easier to clean that up in the right. sanctity of your own home. It's just time. getting spooky now. I don't know where you're getting your time from, but probably misplaced. If you'd like to chime in, let us know via email or go and vote when the time comes. There will be a poll on Owen's fan page, PC Gamer 999 on Facebook. And on YouTube and Season 4 for iTunes. <laughs> Season four. Just keep passing that away. Ah. I'll work it out sooner or later. Grumble, grumble. All right. So, find out why I had the better argument there. You didn't. Oh, my God. That's oh. you. Well, I think that is enough to bring us back. I think this bring is the most the incoherent podcast we've ever done. Yeah, we were kind of around around Birthdays, town. You you were fe- the one laboring in the past. I gotta new, go get the food for Mouthville. New features. That I we gotta go get the food for Mouthville. New features that we haven't even done. Punk ass motherfucker. We haven't even done. Ridiculous! Absolutely ridiculous. Well, while dining on a little chicken. I'm going to read something that, uh... We haven't even done the new feature. What new feature? Remember there's supposed to be a new one, and you're like, oh, leave that to me? Yeah, that was the viewer assignment. No. Oh, my Jesus. 
What? What did you think it was? We got six challenges. Phil's news game, editing challenge, drunk, small talk, lingo, and question game. Mm. Listen, The things that I explicitly detailed at the start of the podcast. No. Then why didn't that come up in the timeline? Hmm? Because this one wasn't supposed to be... This was supposed to be show zero. No. Well, we fixed yes, that. It, no, this, I know. Initially it was, but then yes, it wasn't beforehand. Uh, no. So, oh. where's the new feature, Phil? Well, we don't have anything for it because it wasn't supposed to happen now other oh, than viewer assignment. Jesus, you said you had this. Yeah, viewer assignment. The us. But that's nothing on... That's not on the approved new feature yes. list. It was after what to expect. Hmm? This is... No, this is ridiculous. Was it not? Was it not? Yes. No, Thank classics you. returning. And then viewer assignment. No, the outline for this show. Yes. Phil's news game. Editing challenge. Drunk. Mm. Small talk lingo question game. Nowhere not- does it say viewer assignment. But it was in today's timeline, yes? It was in two weeks ago's timeline. <laughs> Look, man. I want to read this. All right. <laughs> no, this is ridiculous. <laughs> Where's the new feature? Don't make me cough. <laughs> We're fucking gypped over here. You can't feel gypped. You're the podcaster. You're making everybody else but, feel gypped. If you just shut the, up about it. Yeah, if you didn't say, oh, oh I read all cars, and then you never get it. Another Thomas sent in no, this an is, interesting no. meme. We're not ending the podcast until we do a new feature. He says, salutations. Hmm. Loving the third season and re-listening to the past seasons. Fantastic work. What are you eating? I'm eating some leftover chicken. Yeah. For your consideration, I thought this passage would be hilarious for an O'Neill read or for a mouthfill. Oh, too bad he always doesn't read the emails. So he writes. Now, there was a herd of many swine feeding at a distance from them. The demons began to entreat him, saying, Hmm. If you're going to cast us out, send us into the herd of swine. Mm. And he said to them, mm. and he said to them, Go! And they came out and went into the swine, and the whole herd rushed down the steep bank into the sea and perished mm. in the waters. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Thanks for the hours of amusement. Sincerely, Thomas. Hmm. Well, thank you, Thomas. Thank you. My kind of email. Now, Owen says here you have a uh, another feature lined up for us. Does it? Does it really? Hmm. Hmm. Well, considering that uh, you've got this. What what is the feature? Well, that feature, of course, is the Owen doesn't 
cut fill a break feature. <laughs> don't try and turn this all around on you. <laughs> Look, I don't know what this to tell you. This is your fault. You either farfig nuke in it, or I, uh, you know, I don't know what to do. <laughs> you don't know what to do. Well, I have in the rotating features viewer assignment. Why'd you have that in there? The other things require planning or prethought. All of but them do. They're not in the new. Oh, I give up. We can lament about so it more and more, but we need to. Is that there is no new feature? It was viewer assignment, Glavin. It's not. So well, now we're down to five. <laughs> no. So is this in the podcast? I don't even know anymore. Yes, this is the, the uh, worst podcast we've ever done. I blame you. <laughs> I blame you. <laughs> well, things seem like they're back to order. We hope you have enjoyed the podcast. Oh, well, at what point did I ever say viewer assignment when I said, oh, new features? I'm out of here, people. Exactly. Hey, now look at him run away like the coward he is. Uh, can't even admit to the mistakes. And if he does, it's under duress. <laughs> like, oh, where's my birthday messages, Phil? <laughs> Fuck off. Bring it up on the podcast. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, what are you even bitching about here? You're just taking on voices. I don't know who you're I'm supposed to be. About you just run away. Well, thank you for listening to the Owen Gets Secretly Neurotic About His Birthday podcast. It's not about that. <laughs> then why did it come it up again? At Stop the end, it it's around. nothing related. I'm not turning anything around. It's coming at me head on. You're, you're running. Where's the new feature? Where's the birthday wishes? Where's everything? <laughs> Thanks again for listening. <laughs> you can. I can say that whatever I want. Thanks again for listening. Oh, you're never thankful for anything. Well, thanks again for listening, everybody. It's 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 lies. Well, thanks again for listening, everybody. <laughs> oh.